the DH. I really like Brett Laurie, and I bet I could watch you smoke your air out all day. But when you're done doing whatever, when you're through playing whoever, you know that the Nats fans will be right here waiting for you. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Resting Pitch Face, episode 30. I'm Kay. I'm Laura. And I'm Sydney. Um, as always, you can catch us on our Twitter, Resting Pitchface with no G. You can catch, check out our website, restingpitchface.com. That's got links and a bunch of supplementary material, including links to our Zazzle store. If you ever want to buy some merch and rep our, rep our stuff. Also on our website right now is, in case anybody missed it, we did do a crossover episode with Sully Baseball about three weeks ago, I want to say, some somewhere in there. So if you want to check that out, um, it's, it's on our website. We do have it linked on our Twitter, but that'll probably get lost to the ravages of time soon. So if you want to listen to it, check out our, check it out on our website or check out Sully and, and check out Sully Baseball because it's a pretty good podcast. And we we're really happy to uh, be on it. So uh, uh, Brittany De La Cretas uh, wrote us up in uh, Bitch Magazine, so thank you, Brittany, mm-hmm. uh, in uh, sort of a review of 10 f- uh, female, non-binary, et cetera, um, sports podcasts to listen to. Um, so we definitely, definitely appreciated it, particularly because we got billing o- over Julie DeCaro. Um, <laughs> what? I am petty and small. Like... <laughs> I was just excited to have top billing over podcasts with real production values and budgets. I think we have production. No, we don't. (laughs) (laughs) I love us, you guys, but production values is perhaps not the best phrase. Yeah. (laughs) No, I mean, you haven't listened to some. There are some sports podcasts that sound like they are recorded in like an echo chamber under the sea like are we not i i I thought that's why the nats squid is one of our biggest fans is that not where you guys are people under the sea need their baseball podcasts too (laughs) yes the deep ones podcast about baseball (laughs) what if the critter from the shape of water played baseball All right. I think that basically covers our normal intro. So I do want to say before we get off on this, because we will get off on this if we allow ourselves. Don't. To. Uh, I have nothing appropriate to say about that. Uh, exactly. Thank you, Sydney. <laughs> um, we have a special guest joining us today. Ursula from Flipping Bats and Winning Games is here joining us. Hello, everybody. Um, we're really excited to have her here because we've been sort of podcast buddies for a while now, I think. Like, at least a yeah. year, I'd say, right? Wow. Yeah, it has <laughs> been it has so, been quite some time. <laughs> you should definitely make sure to check out uh, Flipping Bats and Winning Games sometime. Uh, you want to give a link to your to your stuff so people know where you are? <laughs> sure. So uh, we're on Twitter, uh, FBWG Podcast, uh, also on SoundCloud with the same name. Uh, we're on iTunes. Um, yeah, we we don't really use iTunes much, <laughs> but um, yeah. So you can email us also flipping. Uh, sorry, fbwgpodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, if you have any questions or you just want to harass us, that's fine too. <laughs> that's that's the plugs. And for those who are not familiar, it is a Mets, Yankees, Marlins podcast. I mean, we talk about all kinds of other stuff too. So it's like. We try to center ourselves around New York, though. <laughs> and, and South New York, Miami. 
Yes. <laughs> the New York of the old. <laughs> you guys are focused on those three teams the way we're focused on the Nationals. It's ostensibly why you're there, but other stuff happens too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I always say we're a baseball podcast with a Nationals bias. Mm-hmm. But I was just mentioning it because we're going to get into a little bit about um, some some Lalmets and O'Marlins oh. uh, a little later in the episode. So just for some contextualization to, to talk about the, the wonderful things that are happening with both of those teams, we have brought on a, a fan and expert. And not yes. to dunk on her. I want that to be <laughs> No, no, we will dunk on them them that deserve it, who are not Ursula though. We can all dunk on them. It's okay. quite all right. <laughs> well, we wanted to just cover since we are being a little bit more gen broadly NL Easty. Wow, that sounded really bad. Remind me never ever to say that again. <laughs> <laughs> But because we're doing a little broader context, we're gonna context. We're gonna start with some national stuff. So, uh, speaking of dunking, I know this is not what we decided we were gonna talk about first, but I want to dunk on uh, Rob Banford a little bit. Uh, or actually, I guess not really dunk on him. Just kind of scream at him. Why are you doing this? For um, one more pace of play nonsense with limiting mound visits and introducing pitch clocks and. They're not doing the pitch clock though. They're just doing the mound visits. They wanted to until the players union were like. Adam. Was that a mad cat noise? Yes, that was a mad cat noise. <laughs> Which player made that noise? The players union collectively made that noise. <laughs> well, but if you had to pick just one. Yeah. Who would make an angry cat noise? Geo. <laughs> see, I was in some Scherzer. <laughs> yes. I could see that too. Yeah, definitely. We know he grunts. I think... True. Scherzer would probably make more like an angry large cat noise, whereas Gio would make like an angry, you just gave me a bath and why? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, definitely Max would more like growl and Gio would more hiss. <laughs> this is my professional opinion. This is why we need a, a fifth starter real bad to just sort of like round out our, our symphony of animal noises. <laughs> yes. So if you've seen Tanner Roark's beard, he is working on that. I'm like, I don't know what animal noise that is, but it's a noise. <laughs> well, okay, bearded animals. Is he trying to be like a gnu or something? <laughs> like, what kind of noise do, do they make? Probably. I was going to go with like. bear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would have just gone with like Billy Goat, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> or a yak. He's, he's kind of a yak. He's kind of thick for it, so maybe like a ram. Ooh, yes. I like yak. I could see yak. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I'm glad that we've sorted Tanner Roark into yak. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, back to the mound visits yeah. thing. Uh this is gonna be a problem. Uh, because it's six mound visits total in nine innings. For, across just, both teams? No, no, no per oh, team. Per team, okay. That's, That's just not going to happen. I'm sorry. It's not. And I if mean, a coach has to go out there twice, they have to remove the pitcher. Okay, that part I missed. What the actual swear jar? Like, if they have to go <laughs> and talk to... I, I think I'm understanding this right. So if they have to go and talk to the pitcher twice, like a specific pitcher. So if they go, a coach goes to talk to Geo twice... I believe, yeah, uh, visits the same pitcher twice in one in one inning. Sorry, the pitcher must be removed from the contest. What is Gio gonna do? I don't know. Is like this... we 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 bought him we bought him a Weeders, like yeah. for mound visits. 
Like, there's no other point in having one. By the way, can we have JT real Mutal? Thanks. Please, no, please, no. please, 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 please. You can pry JT, JT real Muto for my cold dead hands. He didn't Fine. go somewhere else. A different team. I no, he's he's still a Marlin. I thought he's still I, a Marlin. I heard something the other day, but maybe it was bad information. Hope, I, I hope mean, like I've know. I've heard like you know, so and so and JT real Muto are talking. Like that's all I keep hearing on Twitter. I will trust your expertise on this one over mine. So, but yeah, like why? Why else will we have Matt Weeters? Because he has a great cat. Jalapeno is the best. Cat. What do you mean it's not Wait, his what? cat? Jalapeno is not his cat. Jalapeno is a shelter cat. His cat is named Omaha. What? Okay, my mind <laughs> what? is blown. Wait. I know too much about players' <laughs> cats. I think. Wait, are there pictures of Omaha? Uh, there were pictures taken when he was still in O. I have not tracked them down, but I do have a, an O's friend who I could probably, at, who was a huge Matt Weeders fan, who could probably find him for me. Um, but yeah, no, he did like a, a pet calendar with them, not the one Sydney has that has Omaha in it, where he did an interview where he was just like, and here's my cat Omaha. So but why he's, would he pose with not his cat for the pet calendar? That is so weird. Maybe he has two cats. I mean, it is possible to have more than one cat. I don't really? know. Is it? Do you guys? Do you guys have cats? Do we I all only have, have one? So we all have cats. Yes. yes. But, where, where are we going? Uh, yeah, the mound visit thing. Yeah. <laughs> so this counts. This is mound visits. That's coaches and catchers. And does it count like like Trey Turner going out there, yeah. to, like m glove mutter? It counts that. I believe it does. Oh my God. Um, didn't what? Wilson Contreras like openly say that he was going to break this rule yeah. and he didn't care? Yeah. What are the consequences if they break the rule? Do the players get fined? Do the team get fined? Does I think everybody get, get ejected. ejected. Oh my god. Uh, I think they're just going to eject them. And I don't oh know god. what, like, I don't know how they think that's going to go over. They're just going to run out of players and it's going to look stupid for the umps. Uh, what? It's going to be a disaster. Honest to god, what is wrong with Rob Manfred? Like, what is wrong with him? There is nothing about baseball that is fundamentally broken. It's not too slow. You know, everyone is super excited that it's back. Uh, it turns out that, you know, if you have a sport where players aren't getting massively concussed or, <laughs> you know, I'm serious. Like, no, if yeah. you have a sport where players aren't getting massively concussed, people will watch it and like it. Mm -hmm. Um And so, like, I, there's nothing about baseball that's fundamentally broken. So they keep trying to... There's a Yiddish term to break something by fixing it. This is what they are doing. People keep asking me about this, and they're like, "What? What does he? What is he trying to accomplish?" And I'm like, "I genuinely do not know how shortening games by two minutes is going to make any young person decide. Well, now baseball is two minutes less, so I can watch a game. Like, no, but that who does that attract? Nobody. The people who are here are already on board." For the length of the game. I mean, they, it really seems like they're trying to squeeze blood from a stone. Like, you have baseball fans already, and you're trying to attract people who are already not going to care. Mm -hmm. So it's like, why are you doing all of this? You're just disrupting everything for no reason. Right. Instead of retaining the fans that are already here and helping to pull in the people who like the game but aren't huge fans already. It's like they've right. decided to throw all those people out the window and just go after this mythical demographic of people who don't like baseball to begin with. Yeah. 
Yeah, if people want to watch a continuous play sport like soccer or hockey or basketball, like that's harder to convert, I find, than people who are already sort of tangentially sold on the idea of baseball. Like if someone just doesn't like continuous play or non-continuous play sports, it's really hard to convince them to like a non-continuous play sport. Yeah, the people who actively dislike baseball are not going to like it because of pace of play. They're just not. Especially not these ones where, yeah. like, it's shaving five minutes off of a game. Maybe five minutes off of a game with this. Is there even one person who was on the fence about baseball and then they got rid of the four-pitch intentional walk and they were like, okay, I'm in. Now it's <laughs> like finally. I don't know what you're talking about. I crocheted a blanket with all the time I saved. <laughs> I did not do that. I want to be clear. I am apparently an angry crocheter, in the words of a former student. She, tried, she came in and tried to, she's the sweetest child in the world. And I shouldn't say child, she's like 24 now. She's she's your age, Laura. Thanks, Sarah. Sorry. Um, but she came in and tried to teach me to crochet. And then like, and this was the, the kid with the patience of a saint and gave up after about 10 minutes because she's like, you're an angry crocheter. There's no fixing that. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. That is like, <laughs> well, hey, I'll teach you to knit. You can knit angrily. It's fine. Uh, thank, thank you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like no one, no one got convinced because the intentional walk. No one's gonna be convinced, and like it's, it's not gonna make the game any better. Like to have okay, so if Geo's getting in his feelings or whatever, like having somebody come in and talk to him for fifteen seconds is not demonstrably more time than not having that happen. Also, the one thing baseball absolutely does not need is more rules. <laughs> or for that matter, more pitching changes. Uh, yeah, that's going to slow us down. Like, yeah. you want to talk about things that make baseball adjacent people not want to watch. My father spends maybe 20 minutes on a baseball game at any given time. And then as soon as there's a pitching change, he goes off on this rant about how back in the day, there would be one pitcher and he would go <laughs> all the way to the eighth and there was none of this BS about all of these relievers and what do they even do? Like, and then he walks out when the commercials start. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I personally want more Joe Madden-ish NLDS pitching changes where every two seconds we change the pitcher. That definitely be... didn't slow things to a like a grind. But Every day and... can be September. I mean, there are two. <laughs> there's two separate things going on here. There's the fact that people are doing that anyway, but then there's also this whole thing about how you can't have two coach visits without a pitching change. Yeah. So if the pitcher is really struggling, you have to change them at that. You point. just have to. You can't do that thing where you just give them a rope to hang themselves with, and maybe they won't. Yeah, it, it will actually make the game longer. You are absolutely right, Laura. Like, yeah. And then people like my father, who like the game, but are pissed off by things like this, will watch it less. Yeah. Also, more. when are they going to sell more stuff for women? Like, if they want... Oh my god. <laughs> like, this is, this is an easy one. Like, oh, I don't know, we could make a bunch of complex rules about how many times, you know, somebody can visit a mound and blah, 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 blah. Or we could just sell you a freaking jersey. Yeah. You know how I can... can converted one of my friends to base converted mildly converted one of my friends to baseball i took her to a game pointed out the butts and she got to walk away with merchandise <laughs> i mean that's it's, how it's she very texts. simple <laughs> and now she like texts me updates about jason worth i'm like sweetie i know it's okay thank you though <laughs>
You know what they should actually have is just like pay Leslie Jones to live tweet baseball games. Yes. Yes. Like honestly, mm. that would get more people into the into the game, and and they will watch the Yankees because she is a Yankees fan. Yeah. But like her, you know what? Her and Sonia Sotomayor, I want to I want to <laughs> see them live tweet baseball games. Ooh. Wait, what team no. does uh, Sonia Sotomayor watch? The she Yankees. For Judge. Oh, okay. She she wore a little a little judge thingy to see Judge. Um, oh yeah, that's right. I, I would totally actually, forgot about that. What I think would be even better than them like live tweeting would be the two of them together providing like not mocking but like MST three K commentary during a baseball game. Not, like very like, colorful color yeah, commentary. Not, not yeah. like play, play, not like the official sports commentary, but like just you can ignore it if you don't like it but you just have a little box like screen and screen at the bottom where they're watching it and then they just like re like they just react to the baseball game I, no <laughs> offense but like we have fp commentating <laughs> games like they would be so much more on topic than fp <laughs> <laughs> like hello i would like to name all the dogs uh, okay, okay. <laughs> like leslie jones like i am actually going to discuss what is happening in this baseball game during the baseball game yeah, I just want I just want them sitting next to each other and then Pierre going, whoa, or like talking about butts. Yeah, like that would get so many more people into the game. And honestly, if there were issues about rules, I want Sonia Sotomayor's commentary. <gasps> yes, <Ooh>. absolutely. <laughs> OK, this is it. Forget the entire replay center, everything from now on. The only official baseball ruling I will accept is from Sonia Sotomayor. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. oh that's so Okay, <laughs> are you all right? Fine. I just two thumbs up. <laughs> Listen, Robin Fred, stop doing this stupid shit. Get on the ding, phone. Ding, ding, Get on the phone with Leslie Jones and Sonia Sotomayor. Give them a show. Yes. And just, like, let's go with this. And, and maybe put Jose Altuve back on Leslie Jones's lap. I don't know why. I was really into it. You don't. You don't know why. <laughs> I mean, it, it's fairly simple and obvious. <laughs> it was great. It was. I agree. I just. When will he get it through his head? Does he not have anyone around him who like is like? I know what you're trying to do, Rob. But now he's got oh. Derek Jeter problems. <laughs> Everyone around him just like everything you do is awesome. Yeah, like yeah. I, I was watching a terrible movie in which somebody faux shot Derek fake Derek Jeter in the leg, and like the oh. joke was like you should have shot Arod, and I was like, I've nah. Uh. Wait, what? Isn't that the other guys? Yeah, it's real yeah. bad. It's real bad. It's it's confusingly about the the housing bubble. But I also, did not remember that part. Oh yeah, there's a long extended credit sequence about like the big short, but it's from 2010 and it's a weird co heist comedy with Will Ferrell. It's weird. It is it is not not I'm a good movie. I'm completely lost right now. There's it's a fine. movie Same. called The Other Guys where somebody <laughs> jokes about shooting Derek Jeter and they, their joke is oh you should have shot Arod instead and I'm like, "Yeah, that joke didn't age well." <laughs> no, it didn't. It, in the leg, by the way, it's like fake shot in the in the leg. It's a dumb. He thing. actually didn't. Uh, you know what? I don't need to talk about this movie. I saw it once. <laughs> that was enough. That was too much, actually. <laughs> Moving on from shooting Derek Jeter. <laughs> um, 
yeah, I mean, I think I think that the the upper echelons of MLB are who they are, and they're the sort of yes man echo chamber that I think most of us would unfortunately expect them to be. God, just so Which is weird because they can see. It's not like they can't like use the internet though. Like they know what fans think, or at the very least, they can know. But Ursula, Twitter is just where people go to post copyright violations and steal their property. While that they, is true. <laughs> they have to close that down. That's bad. That's bad for business. People being able to celebrate baseball on the internet is bad. Yeah, and I also think there is a there is a point. And I say this, I, I don't think it's actually age limited because I, I'll just pick on my parents for a second. I had to get on Instagram for work. I joined Instagram and it was like, would you like to follow your dad's account? Because he, he had been there for much longer than I have. He was born during World War II. So like, it's not an, an age limited thing, but it is a thing that if you're at that point in upper management or whatever, you are in a, in a, in a cone of money silence. Mm-hmm. That's more of it. Yeah. Yeah. That right. you are so insulated by money and power that you don't like yeah you you don't listen to to other people even if other people are being very explicitly clear on this is dumb just Mm -hmm. just sell us some damn merch and meanwhile they're letting stupid ass crap like this baseball humidor for the diamondbacks go through which (laughs) that's gonna be the thing that kills me most about this humidor thing is that it's meant to suppress offense which is like okay but like you're trying to gain viewers by making home runs less likely also they've they've explicitly said that they want games to be more hitty and more home runny to attract people like they've actually been on the record and say it so like why then this is every single decision you make the wrong one yes (laughs) i I mean like everyone's pretty clear that the ball the balls last season were juiced in some way oh absolutely but they were universally so it didn't appear biased in this specific way and like we're not talking Coors Fields where everyone's like, yes, please put them in a, in a freaking yeah. humidor because otherwise you just hit them to space. Like, <laughs> no, that would be awesome. That uh, would like, be but, awesome. But like, you can't retain good pitchers. Yeah. But like, I've been to Chase Field, which by the way is a miserable freaking experience and never go to Phoenix. Uh, <laughs> just have started with that. <laughs> like, like, I'm sorry, Zach Greinke, you are actually in literal hell. Oh. Um, <laughs> But like I, I've been there, it's it's humid in there because they keep the dome closed because it's Phoenix and therefore you're in a kiln effectively. Ugh. Um, oh, but like God. it's not it's not the same sort of effect of of altitude as like you know humidity and and dryness. I, and so I don't know why. I don't know why they're doing it other than yes, it's a wrong it's a wrong decision and everyone's kind of like I don't know why this stadium and not other stadiums or yeah. or just change the balls back from not being juiced. Yeah, or Manish they- Halilah Stadium. What what? <laughs> Sorry. I made a four questions joke that only Sydney's going to get. No, no, no. I just didn't hear your four questions. You said why this stadium, so I said Manish Halilah Stadium. <laughs> Shout out to anybody who knows what I'm talking about. But yeah, I mean, it also is this like going to be the, are, are we going to start seeing this in other fields now? Are other people going to be like, well, if the Diamondbacks get to do it, I'm going to do it. Can't they just unjuice the balls? Yeah. yeah. Just unjuice them. 
Or hell, let them be juiced as long as it's universal. Juice for all or juice for none. (laughs) (laughs) Juice socialism. (laughs) Basically, yes. Like, some some balls are not more equal than others. I'm also wondering if they could just juice them slightly less. Like, I don't know exactly what they're doing to juice them, but maybe they could just turn it down a notch. Yeah. Weren't they making the cores, like, slightly mm-hmm. bouncier or something like that? Yeah. That it was, yeah. It's a slight tweak with that. People people think, because they, they haven't admitted that the balls are juiced, yeah. but right. yet they're introducing a random humidor. Like, <laughs> like first... Not stopping a random humidor, let's put it that way. But, like, yeah, like, they haven't admitted, like, yes, the cores appear to be different, and maybe there's, like, a slight difference in diameter and something about stitching. Like, baseballs are basically run on on chance so any little thing is gonna tweak it Mm -hmm. but like yeah either just go with it or don't i mean i know personally i hated last year's home run derby like that was terrible right oh god the worst the (laughs) worst it was you know the convulsive giggling i did on the floor was the worst right (laughs) i mean i know it it ruined Aaron judge's shoulder for like a month but like and so maybe that was a problem but i mean it does that regardless right like yeah. that's the thing that why people don't want some people don't want to do the derby, you know. Yeah, Bryce, I know will will do it this year. That's what yeah. he said. Yeah, he'll do it in DC. So, prayer circle for Bryce's shoulder, I suppose. <laughs> Everybody hates home runs; they're the worst. I mean, there's that saying: "What is it? Always bunt, never hit dingers." <laughs> <laughs> That would make for an interesting game if no one was allowed to actually swing. That sounds like cricket, sort of. Oh man, let's not let's not copy that model. Um, has let's anyone give Manfred any ideas? Yeah, oh, God. Was so, did you guys know that there's Finnish baseball? No, yeah. what? I actually did. Yeah, you've seen it, right? So I have. The pitcher stands at home plate and throws the ball basically vertically and they hit it on the way down. Oh my and god. You don't run the base paths like like in a straight line and the distance between each base increases as you go around them. Oh my god. <laughs> it's uh, it's amazing. So like the video I watched was like, do not compare this to American baseball. You will become confused. I know, I know you all can't see me, but my eyes are like dinner plates. I need this video immediately. <laughs> I, I will share the video as part of the show notes, but I'm like, this is like wibbly wobbly baseball. Oh my god, that sounds so much fun to watch. Yeah, but maybe maybe it's all part of their master is Rob Manfred Finnish? So what Quick, kind how many of last names are in Manfred? I mean it's definitely not Finnish. No, but that does not preclude Finnish ancestry somewhere. This is true. Um, he probably talks too much. Sorry, pe- people from Finland, at least in hockey, are like self self reported to be very. They don't they don't speak generally. I mean, they are absolutely laconic. I've been to Finland a bunch of times, and they are notoriously laconic unless you get some beer in them. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, hockey beer. I was gonna say, do you think this Finnish baseball was just uh, discovered over beer? Because it certainly sounds like a drunk idea. <laughs> <laughs> so what if we threw the ball up and then you hit it on the way down? <laughs> I'm I'm stuck on the base paths, like the st- the distance between the bases ex- getting longer. Like 
that seems fun and scary at the same time. Also, um, the entire team stands around while the person is hitting. So, like, there are, like, eight people at home plate just, like, panning in a semicircle. How are they not all dead? From I, balls in the face. I, I, I don't know. But, like, as a rules change go, that's the one I would be the most in favor of. Take the dugouts. If your team is hitting, you just stand around the plate cheering people on. You know what? If we're going to do stupid rules changes, that's this, the one I want. This was definitely come up with over beer. I, there's no way it wasn't. This is the type of thing you think about at three o'clock in the morning you're like oh my god bro be so much fun transitioning into into non-stupid rules stuff or yeah. non-stupid change there Laura, was wanna... one good decision so yeah laura oh yeah so so this isn't a first per se but it isn't it doesn't happen very frequently um there are currently two different female umpires um that are working spring training games so one of them was emma charlesworth sailor who was working the she was first base ump for the Twins game against University of Minnesota on the 22nd. And the other one was Jen Powal, who was umpiring for the Tigers game also on the 22nd. Um, so according to Perry Barber, who is one of the longest working um, female professional umpires, this is the first time that two women have umpired two different spring training games the same day. Whoop, whoop. So that's pretty exciting. There are a handful out there who've been doing minor league stuff, spring training stuff. Nobody has cracked the majors yet, but it sounds like there are a handful of female umpires who are in the pipeline. And obviously, you know, it's kind of like being in the minors as a player. You have to put in a lot of time. You never really know who's going to get called up. But it's not outside the realm of possibility that either of these two, either Emma Charlesworth Sailor or Jen Powell, who are currently umpiring spring training, it's not outside the realm of possibility that we might see one of them umpiring a major league game in the not incredibly distant future. I hope so. Same. I mean, honestly, like Joe West needs to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who replace him than one of these ladies? Yeah. So that's that would be amazing. Um, and it sounds like. You know, there are no incidents or anything when they have been working the spring training games. So there's no real reason for concern. Obviously, anytime you're a woman rising in the ranks in baseball, there's stuff. But I, it, there's enough precedent because the, I think the first female umpire was like 40 years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, this is not new. They just don't get that far. And there hasn't been more than one or two yeah. when you're talking about like affiliated ball, that is. Here's my weird question, because um, the umps kind of are, to a certain extent, in control of themselves, which is why they can get away with some of the really terrible stuff that we've seen, right? So mm. is this decision, would the decision be uh, for the umpires and their union, or would it be on the MLB side of things, or is it somewhere in the gray area in between? In terms of like, who gets called up, do you mean? Yeah, or like, you know, is it is it the umpires themselves that are like, screw women, or is it MLB being like, does MLB have any power to be like, we want you to put women in your organization and use them in, in rotation? Like, I, I don't I don't know. The Empire's Union, like the way they, they function is why we see a lot of the Joe Wests, et cetera, because they're so powerful. Yeah. I mean, some of it is like they have these training academies and there are only a few of them and they're pretty exclusive. And so the, the pipeline itself is part of what dictates who gets anywhere. But, yeah, and there, there are similar problems with just having non-white umpires as well. Yeah. Like the the because the retirement is rate is is low. It's not like I mean with players, you know, people come mm -hmm. up and then other folks leave. There's just not a as much of a 
a pull because right. you just stay for long periods of time. Um, that it's just not a it's not a particularly you know varied population. Right. But then in terms of who gets called up, I do need to double check on this. But based on what I was reading recently, it sounds like there's multiple factors that it's kind of both seniority within the umpires union itself and then there does seem to be some impact of mlb on that um and they do have some diversity initiatives going i don't know how great they are it's hard to find details so i'm not going to give them credit for like a for effort but there is effort that is occurring um that it sounds like is coming from both the umpire side and the baseball side but yeah it's an interesting system you know because Unlike the miners, which are massive, there really are not very many places one can go to learn to be an umpire. Yeah. I mean, it's a weird thing to sort of get into, I would I'd imagine. Like- yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know one of the two, I can't remember which of the two women who's umping in spring training, I believe she was first actually recruited um, and had been umping for relatively high-level softball games. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's so it's probably... Not, it, yeah, it's not that surprising that that's how some of the female umps have gotten into it. There have been others who've come in from baseball, but it, it's definitely from both. I mean, it, recruiting, yeah, that makes sense to me, so... Yeah, well, and then the, the DC Force prides themselves on having a number of female umpires for their ooh, tournaments. Good for uh, them. So there are, there are definitely, sort of on the youth side, the development side mm-hmm. of female baseball, there are a number of efforts to... So um, involve female umpires. There are places that they can be recruited from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not a huge pipeline, but there are places. Yeah, they just it, that. Re- I think it just has, probably has to be recruitment has to be more active, you know, rather than just kind of waiting for some of these women to, to, to try. People have to go. Right. Out I mean, them. I don't know how it occurs to somebody to to want to be an umpire in the first place. <laughs> To be honest. <laughs> For your entire job, you are going to get yelled at by everyone. Right. <laughs> and I assume if you just have really poor eyesight, like that's the <laughs> career for you. <laughs> but no, we're we're not knocking on female umpires. They no. I'm sure are great and have wonderful eyesight. We can loathe them equally. Yeah. That's <laughs> yes. the whole point. Like I wanna have a more diverse population of people to hate and yell invectives at. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like there's no because like yeah, there's never like you're like that was a good umpiring decision. Like I've never thought that. Not I, I there is actually one time where I don't remember exactly what happened and I don't even remember who was playing, but it was an infield fly thing. Mm-hmm. And an ump called it somehow. And was I was it the like, wild card game from NL from twenty uh, twelve? No, this was okay. like last year. Okay. Um, but even like I mean, Gary, Keith, and Ron were like marveling at the good umping that had happened, and I was just like, yeah, that was a good decision. And that's like the only time though in my entire life. Well, I think the thing is, like with many things, you aren't supposed to notice it very much if it's when good. it's good. Right. I was also going to say, there have definitely been some times that I have been like, thank you, umpire, when they've ejected someone from the game that I did not want to be in the game anymore. (laughs) So I've praised them for that. (laughs) Yeah, it's I think my issue is like the one like the the ones whose names we know are the ones who are like, please retire them now. Yeah, of course. Of course. But Uh, yeah, no, it's it's honestly usually a good sign if they announce the home plate up and I don't know who it is. Mm hmm. 
ladies, we wish to also not know your names. <laughs> <laughs> Just fade into the background pleasantly. <laughs> yes. Please make good decisions. <laughs> and inject the right people. It, yes. <laughs> uh, um, other things in, in female-related baseball news. Um, if you missed the book review I wrote, on our website, you can check that out. So in honor of Black History Month, and then also the fact that it was National Women in Sports Day a couple weeks ago, um, I recently read a biography of Toni Stone, who was the first woman to play in the Negro Leagues. And there's a great biographer, biography of her called Curveball. Um, so you can check out the review I wrote on our website, and I linked to where you can find the book. Um, I would really, really recommend it. And it's also a great just history of the Negro Leagues, which personally I knew some about, but not much. And so it was a really great opportunity, not just to get to know more about her as a player, but to get to know more about the leagues that she was playing in. So that was, that was really cool. Um, and I would say if you're not following, uh, I think the Negro League Hall of Fame. Mm. Um, on Twitter, yeah. On Twitter, you definitely should. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> yeah, they have, they have very good Twitter. And I'm going to Kansas City in June. And I'm Ooh, very, are you going to go? Oh, go, go? Yeah, go, go, go. I, I am going to go. I'm going to eat burnt ends and go. And then I have other work stuff I have to do. But Take but, pictures. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited for my field trip. Oh, my God. You'll have to tell us all about it. I shall. But, yeah, they are, a very, they are an excellent Twitter follow. I guess that's last thing in terms of like the wide wide world of baseball do we want to give predictions <laughs> Is that uh, oh God. i'm afraid <laughs> i believe that we owe you a song Kay. okay yes i i promised i i, I promised i promised i promised all right, can we can we pick a note to start on so that we do this well for our one chance? No, because I'm not going to actually sing on while recording, so it's all you, buddy. <laughs> okay. okay, Ursula, are you I with me? Or... Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, right. ready? Mm. One, two, ready, and baseball's back. All right, once okay. a year. I, <laughs> I have somebody who can match pitch with me. Yeah, of course. Where have you been? I provide statistical support for your singing endeavors. That's the extent of it. And I got dunked on when I sang, so I'm not doing that ever again. I appreciate both of you very much. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yes, because baseball is back, and we're since we're still in spring training, it's it's probably still too early to say. I mean, it of course it's still too early to say. But I think the Nationals are going to win 150 games. What's what's for? I don't think you really need to do that. I <laughs> am an equal opportunity to what's what's for, no matter how outlandish the jinx. I, I mean, in, in in more grounded predictions, like <laughs> I, you know, I. Here's hoping that we actually have, you know, fifth starter. Mm. I guess it's AJ Cole for now. Yeah. Um, Malone started yesterday and was not bad. It's spring training. Nope. Is anyone trying? I don't oh. know, but they are competing for that roster spot or yeah. for the fifth starter spot, really. Yeah. Some people are trying yeah. harder than others, but yeah. Who do we think in terms of like who do we expect across across the entire field here to sort of rise up i mean obviously i feel like we're going to see the astros kind of repeat because usually you know you're going to see you're, i think we're going to see a similar season out of the astros whether or not they make it to the world series i don't know um 
who else do you think is probably going to like rise up over, over the course of the season? Do you think the Dodgers are going to repeat what they did or? Um... I think they're going to try. I don't know if they're going to succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, the core of that team is still there. Yeah. So there aren't that many changes. Um, I mean, they've also I, got Kershaw, of course. Like, yeah, right. I have. I can never get a good grip on the Central, either AL or NL. The so Brewers. I don't, I don't... The Brewers are going for it. The Brewers, I mean, the Brewers are going got, for it. The Brewers got Yelich. Yeah. So, thank um, you, Brewers, for saving him. Yes. Yes. I mean, really, really, I mean, thank you. <laughs> he's now in in Wisconsin, but you know, they have beer. He needs That's beer. True. <laughs> He's too young for beer, Sydney. He, he, he's not. <laughs> he's older he's, than me. He's 13. Um, he okay. still need a beer. He had a hard day. Have you seen him lately, though? Because he's definitely swole now. Oh, really? Are you serious? Yeah. It's, oh, it's no. a little unnerving. Check out his Instagram. Okay. Oh, dear. I, we'll I shall. Speaking yeah. of suddenly swole, um, has anybody heard anything since Tim Lincecum's latest showcase? Yeah, no, he, he, and I have been looking around for news. Like uh, he hit like ninety three or something. Like people were like, "Oh, he's actually throwing decently." I mean, I heard that he has a contract lined up, and I just never heard anything after that, and I'm losing my mind. Listeners, if you know, please, 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 please let us know. We're put us out of our misery. Where Timmy's going. Do not send me personally any swole pics of Tim Lincecum because that's very unsettling to me, but I'm sure all the rest (laughs) of these people would love it. No, (laughs) I I, I would not. Okay. I've only seen the one where you accused me of biting his bicep. That is the thing that I did. (laughs) And I told you that if I did, I would tell everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, but I think I I actually, going back, I think for for the Central, the Brewers obviously are going for it the cubs will remain going for it yeah um the bucks are rebuilding pretty the hard the bucks are a disaster mm-hmm. um yeah Wait, like them the, the pirates. pirates oh oh right okay yeah, sorry oh do you not know my my best pittsburgh story ever ursula <laughs> i don't think i do i was at a funeral in pittsburgh um because my, my mother's family is from there uh and you know I, it was a great aunt's funeral and she was like 90 blah 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 when so so we were not being super dour at the funeral Mm -hmm. um and we're standing around in this cemetery in pittsburgh and they're doing the funeral thing and i look over and i see on a tombstone it says you know here lies blah 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 um you know their name birthday death date and then in quotes with a little baseball bat and and uh baseball under it beat them bucks oh my god That is amazing. Oh my god! I, I, if I had, pl- if I ever plan on having a gravestone, I definitely need to get something like that. On my- <laughs> I feel like I should just have like hashtag LGM on my tombstone. <laughs> After this season, you might. I mean, oh no. pretty much, pretty much. Um, but yeah, so the Bucks are yeah uh, a mess. Um, but the Giants are are trying to not be a mess. They're trying. They're trying. I don't really understand what happened to the Giants. Well, there was like Madison Bumgarner injuring himself. Right. And I think the whole team just kind of unraveled after that. I just also- don't know where everybody went. Like they had a good bullpen. They had people who could hit. And I then think, they didn't. I think a lot of it was that the, that core of the team that was really so amazing from 2010 to 2014, like 
it's now four years later. They they're getting old. old. They're going, some of their, their contracts have expired. And I mean, I'm not really keeping track of re most relievers from the Giants, except when they come here, because that's happened. But like, they, you know, so there's been, I think there's been some age issues and some just loss of some core players. And the players that are left are still good, but there's only so much they can do. I suppose you know? that's fair. They yeah. have the one with the glasses. He's good. The Kelby Tomlinson? Yep. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, like Buster Posey is like three-fifths of first baseman at this point. Yeah. Um, That's he's... very hurtful, and I don't accept that statement. I, I know, but he's a really good defensive first baseman. Um, <laughs> what the hell is a really good defensive first baseman? It, it's a lost catcher. <laughs> or, or Kike. Like, that's who it is. Um, but yeah, I think they're just... I don't know whether they just didn't have a good prospect, like a good farm system, or delayed pulling people up because they thought they could keep hold it together for a little longer and then i think or so it's like when when they lost madison bumgarner they were just kind of like oh crap what do we do now yeah we cannot hold Fair. this together <laughs> and, and the so, answer was get andrew mccutcheon and get a bunch of people from the rays and like actually put something together has anyone by the way seen that andrew mccutcheon imitates hunter pence no yes i have hilarious <laughs> it's honestly the funniest thing so he's imitating hunter pence's batting stance Oh god. It's amazing. <laughs> it's so good. I wish I could remember where I saw it so I could uh, actually, Tumblr. Like, I'll I'll pull it over okay. onto Twitter. Okay, yeah. It is incredible and brought me so much joy and it really yeah. needs to be shared with the He world. starts facing away from the field and makes some <laughs> comment about the field's over there, but I'm looking over here for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then he gives, just wiggles. Yeah. He definitely <laughs> gives that guy, the batting stance guy, a run for his money in terms of like quality of uh, of uh, imitation. So, yeah. Um, speaking of of less funny but like very sweet things that I saw on social media this week from players, did you guys see um, when Steven Souza was traded from the Rays? So Chris Archer posted this very sweet tweet with a picture of him and Steven Souza telling. Oh them to to take good care of him Aww. and it was really lovely and i was also i felt sort of vindicated because we all kind of said that when steven Souza went to the rays in the first place mm -hmm. after he had been the one to save jason's no no mm -hmm. and we kind of said oh take care of him you know he was he was such an important part of that moment and clearly they did but yeah, now that, that the rays are being stripped down for parts can we have chris archer please god i'm begging you i have been asking for this for months i was so good this off season this is it like is Purim. It's Purim. Yes. We should, we should just wake up and find Chris Archer on our porch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you both found him on your porch, that could get real gross real fast. Oh, Two Chris dear. Archer? That's fine. <laughs> no, I was not thinking. Yeah. We'll clone him and then you both can have one. Yes. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, it is traditional on Purim to leave gifts on people's porches just fyi usually those gifts are hamantashen but i will take chris archer i mean absolutely i would convert to judaism if uh that were a solid chance you know <laughs> i'll make hamantashen for the rays in exchange for chris archer <laughs> how good are your hamantashen because that could work if they're real good they're pretty good actually <laughs> yeah put some orange zest in the crust absolutely mm -hmm. oh, now i want hamantashen why did you do this to me but yeah, I think this is about to become like our regular, like we haven't done the Zach Duke update in a while. I think we're going to have to have like the Chris Archer plea as a regularly scheduled <laughs> part of the podcast. <laughs> um, well, I know like 
well, basically, the rays are, are melting down. And Ursula, I think you know more about this than, than I, at least I do. Well, when so I, I really shouldn't care about the rays at all. But I was super stoked after I saw Brent Honeywell's uh, screwball. Mm. Uh, because cool pitching is like a thing for me. I just really like it above like every other part of baseball for some reason. Uh, and then, of course, his UCL went and died. So I think that uh, I think the beginning of the end for the Rays started like right there. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I mean, Nathan Eovaldi is kind of like a question mark. He's just coming back off the of Tommy John surgery and some other weird elbow surgery. So I think the Rays are right to sort of give it up now. Um like they weren't planning to rebuild, but circumstances are going to make them do it, so they might as well get started on it early. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't see any hope for them. I don't know how the rest of the AL East is doing, so I don't know how they can expect to do. Oh, given, they, I feel like the Yankees are doing well. Yeah, well, they I have think. Danny Espinosa, so that's all they need. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay, I have to say, R.I.P. Yeah. the beard. Yeah, I was gonna say he had to he had to get rid of that thing, didn't he? He's gonna have to shave every single inning. Honestly, he's <laughs> I mean, literally he gonna have, have to shave multiple times a day. I don't know how he's gonna do it. Did yeah. he have stubble in his photo day picture? Yeah. Probably. Like because if, if he sits for five minutes without shaving, he has stubble. <laughs> Um, oh goodness! Yeah, my my brother-in-law was briefly in I think R like ROTC in college, um, and that into his entire family. So my husband's entire family is is of the if we shave and want to be clean shaven, we're going to have to do this two to three times a day. Mm-hmm. So I imagine Danny Espinosa is going to have to do one of those moisturize, baby, Maybe. moisturize. <laughs> I mean, I know women do facial waxing. Can like, can you do full beard facial waxing? I don't see why not. Ouch. Right. I mean, uh, ouch. Yeah. But it would be slightly more effective. Electrolysis, lasers. <laughs> but then he would. Then he wouldn't be able to grow up. Doesn't? As, I guess electrolysis isn't permanent. Permanent. Yeah. If you repeatedly wax hair, it's supposed to come in less. Mm-hmm. So uh, I well, think yeah, he's just like gonna have to have, or something. Yeah, an know. electric razor down in the dugout and just I, like I would just say in his pocket in between pitches. <laughs> 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 Well, they're limiting mound visits now, so what's that going to do? <laughs> but yeah, I yeah. feel like the the AL used because of the Red Sox and the Yankees and yeah, going to be fine though. I mean, the Orioles are they're going to try. Um, garbage can on fire, and the Blue Jays are here too. To to be fair, the Orioles are kind of almost always a garbage can on fire, and they somehow manage to stay in it for longer than you would expect every single time. So much like a trash fire, it does last longer than one would expect. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that one tire never quite seems to go out. Aww. Definitely reminds me of the uh, 2016 Mets. Oh yeah. Aww. I mean, I'm not sorry about your team, but I'm sorry about your team. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, I mean, and I'm sure you're like, like we're standing back here from the distance, just being like, why, what are you doing? That's, it's gotta be like a million times more agonizing for you. Oh, absolutely. Watching them, watching them during this off season was just like, like this is not the part of baseball that I'm used to caring about. <laughs> so I'm just like, 
watching day by day other teams are you know signing all these good free agents making trades and i'm just like the mets are just sitting there uh we got anthony swarzak that's cool yeah that's that's pretty much it Aye. so um i mean hopefully things go okay um i actually avoid predictions because the last time i made a prediction Noah Syndergaard tore his lat, mm. and we all know how that went. Yeah, yeah we do actually. Yeah. Okay. Well. So, and then Edinson Volquez pitched a no hitter, which was like bittersweet. Like I thought that uh, I thought 2017 was gonna be like a Noah Syndergaard no hitter year, and then that happened. Mm. So it was like, okay, the universe is telling me never to say anything like that again. <laughs> has a way of kind of smacking you in the face oh yeah <laughs> when you get too confident big um, time <laughs> but i mean you might be getting a very interesting player this season oh <laughs> if things go according to what the mets have said oh god what have they said i'm being very sarcastic i'm talking <laughs> oh, about <laughs> one mr timothy tebow yeah oh god maybe showing up for you so enjoy that shit sandwich <laughs> and like <laughs> And like Sandy Alderson keeps talking about him like he's somebody, and I'm just like, why are we doing this? We don't have to do this. And like I'm, I'm totally fine with allowing Tim Tebow to live out his baseball dreams in Florida somewhere, far, far away from me. Like, you know he's oh, hitting in the low two hundreds in single A. Oh really? <laughs> Like other old retired people, he can stay in Florida. Florida. Oh, yes. <laughs> I heard he hit a home run in batting practice in spring training. He did. I saw it. Yeah, it so was, can Sidney uh, Crosby. Like, it doesn't make you a baseball player. <laughs> can he really? Yeah, he can because, like, he's very strong. But it doesn't make you good baseball. I mean, you're preaching to the choir. I'm kind I, of impressed, though, to be honest with you. I didn't know that. Yeah, a bunch of, of non-baseball athletes can hit home runs in batting practice because it's like, we're going to throw you something at like 74 miles an hour that's meant for you to hit to the roof, and it turns out you have a bunch of lower half power. <laughs> like, Has Serena Williams ever taken batting practice? Oh my god, oh my god I would she would. That. that would be amazing. Oh my god. Somebody but like, talk to her people. I want to yeah. see that. Hitting a home run in BP is, I mean, it's not like I can do it because I couldn't hit a home run in the batting, I couldn't hit a ball in the batting cages, but like. You'll get there, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> is so sweet. I, have I no made contact. I didn't yes, make did. solid contact, but I made contact. Uh, harder than people think. <laughs> like, I'm not going to knock on anyone who has hand-eye coordination because, like, I do not. But at the same time. It, this yeah he's hitting in the low 200s as a he's what like 30 i think uh, so in his 29 29 or 30 in single a yeah i know because he's aged us all a lot more than that <laughs> <laughs> i just why are they even talking about it like it, oh i know why because it's publicity stunt but like, right i mean honestly, nothing better seems, to talk about it seems almost like make a wish e <laughs> like, like pretty much like they're like they're just giving him this opportunity because they they want him to have it i would rather <laughs> they give this opportunity to a literal child with cancer yeah. oh absolutely like, absolutely 
Like, like that would be so much better than like Tim Tebow, who has been denied so much in life. No, he hadn't. <laughs> no. Yeah. So here's hoping he. They can't. I guess maybe they'll bring him up for like a. I don't know. He can pinch run or something. No, please, <laughs> no, no. I refuse. Do you think if like all Mets fans just organized a boycott with Tim Tebow came up, they would be like, maybe this is backfiring on us? Well, here's the thing. I feel like I am one of the only Mets fans that actually hates this. Oh, really? Yeah. Like people are shockingly indifferent to this Tebow thing. And when they're not indifferent, they're actually kind of into it. And I don't get it. I do not get it. it I, I am the only one who is, like, actively angry. <laughs> is it a kind of into it in, like, a I like to watch car crashes kind of way? <laughs> I think the novelty has somehow not worn off. Tim Tebow's novelty wore, no- wore off for me literally 10 years ago. I don't get it. I can't speak for these people. But... It's a thing, and I think I think a lot of people are also. I think there are people who disliked him. There are people who were always indifferent, and there are people who liked him. And then there's a group of people who don't like hearing bad things about him. Like if I post something on Twitter about how much I fucking hate Tim Tebow, sorry, swear jar. Like people are mad. People are just like, why are you still talking about it? Like just just let it go. I'm just like, no, I will not let this go. I will die on this hill. Yeah. He is awful and he needs to go away. Also, are you telling me that Tim Tebow is better at baseball than every other, than every woman on earth? Thank I you. I mean, I can't imagine. Like, if we're going to do, I don't know, a dumb freaking publicity stunt where we have somebody who's maybe a marginal player come up, you're saying that Tim Tebow is better than every single female female baseball player. And I'm not saying female baseball players are a dumb publicity stunt, but I'm saying like... Like if they were going to go for a dumb publicity yeah. stunt. Yeah, then... like are, are you genuinely saying that you can't find literally, I don't know, anyone anyone else who might sell, who might sell a ticket mm-hmm. who, could, who could play? And like he is, people are like, oh, he's not taking a roster spot from like anyone whose like life dream is to play. Yes, but he technically is though. He absolutely is. Yeah. yeah, and if they put him on the 40 man, he super is. Like, and that's the noises that they are making. And yeah. I'm like, you know, T- Tim Tebow, t- to paraphrase the Devil Wears Prada, Tim Tebow is deigning to play baseball, <laughs> where other people have dreamt of playing baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. If he dreamt of it so hard, he shouldn't have played football. He should have just been a baseball player. And and if he had a time machine and went back 10 years, he probably, or 15 years, he probably would be a decent baseball player. Maybe. maybe much like if we had a time machine tanner roark maybe would have been a good football player but like we don't know did tanner roark and i like football? him where he is so is this something that, that your announcers talk about all the time yeah. yes <laughs> okay. did you guys hear that story about how fp santangelo is apparently the reason tom brady became a football player what wait huh fp I... i'm so mad at you <laughs> i'm so... what I'm not making this up. So apparently his son posted about it because he talks about it all the time. <laughs> so Tom Brady was like a football player and a baseball player when he was in high school or something. Okay. And I'm going to botch the details, but I guess he was like, he had 
gotten an offer from whatever football school he ended up going to. And he was like debating whether to take it or whether he wanted to play baseball. Um, and he went to practice with whoever FP was playing with at the time. Um, and FP was like the one who was supposed to like show him around or whatever. And so FP was like, hey, like, who are you? What do you do? Like, where are you going in life? And Tom Brady was like, well, you know, I might go to this one school for football, but like, I also might want to play baseball. And FP was like, that's dumb. You should go to that school and play football and get the hell out of here. So then he introduced him to the rest of the team as this is Tom Brady. He's going to go play football for bloody blah school. At which point everybody was like, that's a great idea. Go do that. And Tom Brady was like, oh, okay, maybe I should do that. And he did. I was, I thought the punchline here was going to be FP talked to him so much. He was like, I never want to go anywhere. <laughs> near this. Hey, I would take FP Sandangelo over Tom Brady oh, of course. any day. Oh, but I, I want to bid at an auction to go to a, a shelter with FP, like a dog shelter. And he'll just name all the dogs. And we'll just name all the dogs together, and then I get a dog at the end. That sounds like an amazing day. (laughs) I would love that. I would pay money to have that as an experience in my life. Although, you know who I would pay more money to go to a dog shelter with? Max Scherzer, we know. (laughs) I was going to say both of them, okay? Max and Erica. (laughs) And the baby. I don't think they are going to let you anywhere near the baby, Laura. What? Why would you say that? Because you're, you're like, and the baby, as if you want to take the baby. And I don't want to take the baby. I would never take the baby. Yeah, I feel like you should you should not deny it vigorously. It's that's a doth protest too much kind of issue. I'm so hurt right now. <laughs> um, Kay, who would you go to a dog shelter with? Which which baseball player would you go to a dog shelter with or cat shelter i would want to go to a cat shelter with matt weeders okay obviously now actually who would it be could i go with their dogs yes geo and oh magnus died rip magnus oh Um, i would love to go to a dog shelter with magnus i don't know interesting question i've never really thought about it ursula I was trying to think of an answer and then you changed it from dog shelter to cat shelter and then back to dog shelter. And I had an answer for cat shelter. Then cat answer shelter. I would definitely bring Greg bird with me. Oh Why? yeah. He, he's the one with the like awesome cat, right? Yes. The hairless What's Mr. Delicious. Oh, right. <gasps> yes. I also really like that his name is Greg bird and you would take him to a cat shelter. I'm just picturing the cats chasing him around. <laughs> Yeah. You're like, we heard there's a bird. <laughs> One player that did not need to be on our list of player pet names. Because <laughs> he already has Greg Bird. That's, um, that's it. Yes. Um, Although I think I'd bring uh, David Price to a dog shelter. Oh. He and Astro are pretty great. True. That'd be fun. Yeah. I have no idea how we got down this road. <laughs> I'm trying to remember where we started from, and I have no idea. Um, um, it was just general season predictions. Yeah. I, I mean, we could we can name like who we think is going to be, I don't know, who's going to have a good season with the Nats. But one, I feel like that's going to curse yeah, everything. No, and two, I'm going to name Anthony Rendon. I was going to name Max Scherzer, Tutu and you're going to, and Kay's going to name Michael A. Tater. Like, for what? Who's going to have a good season? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like th- that's it, and we're all gonna hope that Adam Eaton is gonna be amazing. Full, full, full. Well, personally, uh, full, full, full. I think Bryce Harper is gonna have a wonderful season, and nothing bad is gonna happen, <laughs> and everything's gonna be super great. That is my prediction. 
It would be interesting. Okay, I am actually going to preemptively for this here. Because he's not talking about it, so we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about it because it's pointless to speculate at this point. But it'd be interesting to see if season before free agency, that effect comes into play. It doesn't for every player. It has for some players. Ian Desmond, for example. Right. Uh, I'm curious if he's going to like overplay, and I hope not. I, I think he's got the exact right amount of like stupid and smart to avoid that trap but i don't know so it i'm gonna watch for it i'm not gonna make a prediction either way yeah well he's he's healthy and stuff as far as we know i don't see any reason he should have a much different season from the past one yeah but, i mean i guess we're just gonna find out right that's that's the thing about predictions yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was trying to stay away from player specific ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know, I don't know how much there is to say that hasn't already been said about like what they're gonna be like this year. I think it's yeah. there are some some obvious things, and there are some dark horses. Is is Murphy gonna be playing at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. with his knee situation? Do I care? I care whether he's gonna be playing or not because Defoe. Yeah. I care very much. I am very heavily invested in whether or not he plays. <laughs> I mean, I, I care about Defoe. Yeah, and and I think like Boswell had a very long column about basically the Nats are are in a good position because they've backfilled a lot of the positions where players are leaving, and if a player decides to stay, then great, that's a good problem to have. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that they sort of backfilled anticipating Strasburg leaving, and then he did with Scherzer, and then he he didn't mm-hmm. um and so the argument is like robles obviously Baxel's harper um tifo is is filling for uh murphy so like eh I, you know I, if if murphy has a good season great if not we we already have a pretty solid replacement <laughs> and mm-hmm. and i will not be sad to see the door hit him in the ass um on the way murphy obviously you know so you know that that's just one of those things where it's feeling all right with both like things acquired through trades and 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 stuff that's coming up through the farm system and yeah i'm glad that harper's also said i don't he's not going to talk about free agency at all this season I'm, I'm i'm glad too I would say I'm glad that I don't have to have that conversation 4,000 times this season, but I know I'm I'm going to end up having that conversation with people no matter what Bryce Harper himself says. So, true. Eh. Um, but like, I'm glad he's not yeah. like, will they or won't they about a contract? Like, I didn't really expect him to be, you know. But I'm glad. I, I agree that I'm glad he's not. Um, yeah, and I think it's it's just a case of it, he's going to do what he's going to do we either can replace him with apparently a really good prospect or we keep him either way we win like either either way and they're like well if they if they keep him and then trade robles they can get some good stuff for him and i'm like "Eh, so let's keep robles yeah you know um, unless you can get me chris archer yeah so like we do have a a, some like an embarrassment of outfielders (laughs) right now we always Uh, have an embarrassment of outfielders it's a good place Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have an embarrassment of catchers. Nope. Um, we didn't put it on the outline, but uh, but Rowdy Reed, after talking about him, is suspended. Yep. Or yep. PEDs. Yep. Yep. Is that so? This is eighty games. Yep. yep. Half a season. 
So we won't be seeing him, most likely. Maybe a little bit in September. We'll see. But And he's the um, first 40-man player for the Nats to get suspended for PEDs, I believe I saw. Yeah. No. Recently. Oh, I know. Michael ever. Morse, Michael Morse was caught using PEDs, but it was before the ban, and he was in the minors. I don't think he was on the 40 man. Okay. Yeah. And he yeah, actually it, might not have been a national at the time. So never I take all that whole thing. <laughs> Michael Morse was not a national or in the majors, and they weren't banned. But <laughs> I was having trouble with the timeline. That's Sorry. okay. They didn't used to automatically suspend you. Right. Um, until just a couple years ago. So. I confirm Michael Morse is, is retired. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he's that. gotta be. Yeah. So <sighs> sad. That just... If I ever meet Hunter Strickland in a dark alley, face punching, ball punching, both. Also good. Granted, I'm still more mad at uh, Smarja. Yeah. But, Same. I mean, I'm mad at Hunter Strickland for starting the whole shit in the first place, but I'm far more mad at. Uh, just Marja. Well, I think it's ridiculous to hold a grudge against somebody for doing well against you for three like, years. I mean, seriously, like grow up. Members. Well, it's Bryce, like, and no matter what Bryce does, somebody somewhere is going to be a shit about it, including throwing at his head or whatever. Which is just ridiculous. And yeah. I mean, I say this as a Mets fan. Bryce Harper, yes, is infuriating sometimes, but he's amazing. And just let him be amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, how do I? And he's happy to play like a cheerful villain to like the Braves and the Mets and all of that. But like, there's that, and then there's like, you could you could really kill him, right? Yeah. Like, Overreaction. also remember that time John Carlos Stanton got hit in the face with a baseball, and baseball was poorer for not having him in the game. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, baseball will be poorer. Like. Look, if you hit Bryce Harper in the ass, it's it's petty and stupid and unwritten rules and blah blah blah. But his his butt has literally trained for this. If you hit him in the head, you could remove him from the game permanently. Yeah, you could, you could remove him from the earth, earth permanently. Yes. So like, yeah, just don't. And yeah. and like the fact that Michael Morse got removed from the game permanently effectively for for not wanting somebody like but protecting somebody else right is one the michaelist morse way to do things but like to just like a sad way to end a career yeah 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 he deserved so much better if i were in a dark alley and i only had the opportunity to punch either hunter strickland or jose tabata it would be a really difficult choice i would strickland on that one (laughs) Tom is a douchebag, but like he also got DFA'd. Not on the same plane. Yeah, what he exactly got DFA'd. did he do? Just so oh. I can make a proper decision. Uh, may I? Uh, go take it. Oh god. So he was the last out of Max Scherzer's perfect game, and he leaned into a pitch. Oh, and he took first, and so it was a no hitter, but. At the last out, it was still a perfect game, and Jose Tabata ruined that, and I will never forgive him. Okay, then I would punch Hunter Strickland for sure. But I totally get why <laughs> you would punch somebody else. I didn't say I would pick Jose Tabata. I said I would be conflicted. Fair enough. Yeah, I would, ha- I would have to think about that if I were a Nets fan. Or yeah, if it I ha- mean, happened to one of your players, kind of, you know, same right, if right. it If it was Noah Syndergaard's perfect game. If it were Robert yeah. Gazelman's perfect game. 
Robert Gonzalez is not pitch a perfect game. I love him <laughs> with all of my heart and soul, but let's be real here. Hey, hey. stranger things have happened. Yeah, this September is, I mean, is a weird time. Through a no hitter, so I really shouldn't say things like that. Well, but... maybe you're reverse jinxing yourself. Oh, He'll God. never do it, so he has to prove you wrong. <laughs> I mean, what if they're I playing? I hope he doesn't know anything I've ever thought or said about him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what if they're playing the Marlins in, in September? Like, he might be able to throw a, a perfect game against a double-A team. This <laughs> is a hey. fair point. <laughs> I, I oh, say this, Marlins. but, like, with love, Jay Zim's perfect game was against the Marlins in September during a rebuild. Uh, yeah, it was well, the final game of the year when nobody cared. Literally no one cared. Yeah. Didn't Timmy throw, like, a no-hitter or a perfect game against the Padres? In like 2015 or something like that. Yeah, it was like he was yeah. well into his decline and nobody thought it was coming. And then all of a sudden he, yeah. I think it was a no-hitter. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So like, never say never, the Marlins are a trash fire. <laughs> a True. lovable trash fire, potentially, but a trash fire. Wait, what team was um Mike Fires' no-hitter against? Oh. Didn't Mike Fires throw a no-hitter? I don't know. I do not. Huh. No. Okay. <laughs> I'll look it up. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure he did so pretty recently. Yeah, it was for well, he was for the Astros. I think it was against the, it was against the Dodgers. Dodgers. Yes. Oh wow! But was it during that period where the Dodgers were like really hardcore sucking after they? Oh, it was 2015, dude. Oh, okay. Hmm. Who knows? Yeah. They they did have Justin Turner, uh, who I believe the Mets DFA'd. <sighs> Sorry. Don't remind me. <laughs> that, that was a bad move. <laughs> Just like, oh, uh, my feels. I, I, yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm like, are there former nationals where I'm like, oh, we, we kind of let that one go. I mean, you guys had Jerry Blevins, didn't you? Yeah. 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 I regret that. I miss yeah. him. Now we got him, and he's so great. Really I love him. Great. I'm glad he's getting appreciated. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry we don't have him. But Mets fans do really seem to appreciate him, so oh, yeah. I'm more okay with it. And I mean, he has like the whole Hello Jerry vlog. I know, I love it. It's so great. Ugh. I asked a question and it never got answered. And I'm really upset. Oh, sorry. Keep there's, trying. Maybe there's time. Yeah. I mean, maybe my question was just dumb. He answered me on Twitter once. I made fun of him. <laughs> he answered me on infield chatter once. Cool. Um, I made a really, really over the top positive comment about an off-speed pitch and he said it was well put <laughs> i'm just like all right cool i feel like because he's still in the nl east it's like we got weekend custody of him <laughs> in the romeo and juliet bullpen that the mets have yeah oh lord yes yeah. <laughs> um but like yeah i feel like so sometimes with players i'm like ah they're still in the nl it's like we see him on weekends like, we can take him to the zoo <laughs> I mean, like that's kind of a, I mean, I, I think that that's how Marlins fans feel about uh, AJ Ramos mm-hmm. now that the Mets have him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying. I am trying so hard to make sure people understand how amazing he is because I don't want Marlins fans to be upset with us. Or is, is most of the opinion just kind of like, yeah. Like, do Mets, are Mets fans just kind of like, I don't know. No, or it's not they, like, that they... Like, aggressively against him. Oh, no, no, no. It's nothing like that. It's just that, like, I... So, like, as a Marlins part-time fan, 
I've known for a longer time how awesome AJ mm-hmm. Ramos is, and I've known the extensiveness of his awesomeness. So I'm just like, yes, like, please notice him. <laughs> like, it, he's just like really amazing. And so I'm just like, I knew him before he was cool, kind of thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Hipster Ursula. Yeah, you oh, like absolutely. his first album? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think that, like, as, as maybe somebody pointed out, that the Marlins were a good team that just needed, like, a few better pitchers and would have been really competitive. I don't know if, if Bryce Harper maybe pointed that out. <laughs> um, oh, man. Yeah. So about that, um, Don Mattingly needs to shut up and let Bryce Harper live. <laughs> uh, because Harper it was talking a lot of sense. And not only was he making completely normal, completely justified comments about the state of the Marlins, he also wasn't tearing them down in any way. Yeah. Like, there was nothing specifically negative. Like, he wasn't, like, making fun of them. He was just talking. He was just being, like, disappointed and not getting to see how good they could have been. Yeah, I mean, he... We all know, we all as, like, NL East fans know how amazing the Marlins outfield was with Yelich, Ozuna, and Stanton. Mm -hmm. And, like, seeing them get dispersed is a little depressing. Yeah, it's... it's So, yeah. He was just saying the words that have been in every thinking human's brain for the past, like, three, four months, you know? Right. And honestly, which probably should have been in Don Mattingly's brain, too. I I think it was, exactly, in Don Mattingly's brain. Um, My take on this is that well, not take on it, but like, John Mattingly needs to shut up. There are much better ways to have responded to that question if he felt he needed to respond to it. But at the same time, I feel real bad for him because he didn't ask for this. <laughs> and he's yeah. probably going, why did you do this to me also? He's probably thinking exactly the same thing that Bryce Harper is doing, which is all I needed was some pitchers and this would have been a good team. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he- like, they, I, I, don't, I don't, well, I know, we, we all don't understand what the Marlins, we understand what the Marlins did, but did not, do not understand what the Marlins did. Yeah. But at the same time, like, yeah, Bryce Harper isn't, I know that he likes to elicit a response. But but he wasn't given, trying to do it that time. Yeah. Like the one time he's not trying to be slightly a jerk. Yeah, that was like not an aggressive comment. That was just kind of I, like I read that in like a little kid voice. Like, it's a shame. Why did they do that? Like, that's how I kind of felt that the tone was. And I mean, like, he was asked, like, he didn't even just come out with it. Like, he wasn't like, oh, by the way, well, here's how I feel about the Marlins. Like, people were talking to him about this. People asked him a question about yeah. it, and he answered. How dare him? But like, tu tu tu. If we, for you know, decide to sell off Harper and Tater and Kendrick and Goodwin and Robles, I hope somebody says that's a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. I hope when they ask John Carlos Stanton about it, John Carlos goes, "Yeah, that's a bad idea." Like. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because it's so on its face a bad idea. Yeah. Um and like yeah, I don't know. I, I guess before the show, um I we I was brainstorming questions to ask Ursula. And I guess it's if you're a fan of a team where you don't like the management and you don't know or like many of the players, how do you stay a fan? 
Yeah, and I have said this so many times on, I mean, on Flipping That's and Many Games and also on Twitter and also on Facebook. Uh, I feel like my my Marlins fandom is being tested every day, every second of every day. And to be fair, the Marlins are not like my first mistress team. <laughs> um, the the Giants side absolutely team. were. Yeah, yes, exactly. Um, but the Giants were my first side team. And uh, this was during, uh, during the even year BS, as it were. Um, back in the Timmy days. And I kind of just fell off the Giants bandwagon when Timmy became what Timmy is today. So I'm wondering if I, I'm wondering if it's about time for me to do this with the Marlins, because like, what, what do I have to focus on? I mean, JT Realmuto is amazing, but he's not going to stay a Marlin for that long. I don't think, unless they're trying to rebuild the team around him, which I think would be kind of weird. They have Justin Bohr, who's awesome, and he has a great personality <laughs> and thick. Um, <laughs> and I, but it's like I, I don't know what to do now. Um, I want to keep liking the Marlins, but they are pushing me away at this point. I mean, maybe it's it's a different situation, I guess, being as you put it, side side team. Like if it was if they were your first team, you'd have to like find a way to fight through it, right? But like, oh yeah, I mean, I'm a Mets fan, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. Like you can, you can, you have to stay, but with the Marlins, you can kind of like, okay, right now I'm just going to stop looking. And then when the bleeding stops, I can look again and maybe you'll have a different face and it'll be better. Right. Like, right. And, but at the same time, it's like, I've been through so much with the Marlins that I almost feel obligated to stay it, like I mean, someone like, has to love but them. It's also, like <laughs> right, and I I mean, like there's a funny side to this, but there's also the fact that I like cried my eyes out when Jose Fernandez died, and it's like if if, for example, when I was still with the Giants, if Tim Lincecum had died, I think I would probably still be a Giants fan, you know, just out of like. You've put like, some, you've put the emotion in and now you're stuck with them. Right. Like a right. pet. <laughs> oh, so hey. hey. <laughs> but pretty much. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. so terrible, but yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I agree. Like there's, there's the emotional investment in, in having them be a good team mm -hmm. and you want them to do better. Cause we, we all want the Marlins to be good. Like, well, not too good. I, I want the Mar. I, you know what? It no mm, offense to the Mets. I want the Marlins to be second in the NL East. I want like, them to okay. I want them to be second for the Mets. <laughs> but I like, want them to just be competitive. Yeah, I I want the it's NL East to be better than it is generally. It will make us better as a team, and it will make it more fun to watch. And, like, I think the Phillies with, like, because Reese Hopkins is, is obviously really good. But, like, I think the Phillies are going to be less terrible. But they were clearly in, like, tear it all down. We're going to rebuild mode, which is fine. Mm -hmm. Like, they they earned that. Um, but, yeah, I just, I, I want it to be 
less depressing than it is and i'm i'm emotionally invested in in wanting that to be better but they're making every wrong decision Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i imagine that being a nats fan is great because the nats are a great team but watching the nats go up against these four teams that are held together with duct tape and like paper clips and gum is not satisfying after a while. I mean, I mean, and even if even if we are fine with it, I am fine with it. But it does mean that we hear it from other divisions too. Like no other division sees the Nats victories as worth anything, mm. right? Compared to winning other divisions, because who are we playing against? And right. you could even say like the Nats against the NL Central and against the NL West were equally as good which is true. Yeah. And people are like, yeah, it doesn't matter because you're, you're, you're basically, you don't have to chew to, to eat these other teams. Like they're jello. Uh, <laughs> I just and like so, shut some other people up. Yeah. Like that, you're yeah. saving all your energy effectively yeah. because you don't have to expend energy for the majority of your, uh, like the majority of, of the games you play. Um, even if your record against the, you know, the Diamondbacks or the Rockies or, you know, the Brewers, who were really sort of fun to play against last year, and I think are going to be really fun to play against this year, um, mostly because I, I don't hate them with the fire of a thousand suns. Um, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's nice if we play the, the NL Central. I, I'd like to, you know, have, have a team that I'm not like... like I, I like the Bucks. I like the Bucks. But I the have no are... significant feelings as to the Reds. Sadly. Yeah. Jo- Joey Votto is a person. <laughs> I mean, but and even even in 2015, when we handed the division to the Mets, like the Mets were good, don't get me wrong, but the games that we played against the Mets that handed the division to the Mets, those were not the games in which the Mets were good. We 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 lost those games. We handed those games over on a silver platter. I would have been happier about it if we had actually been beat by the Mets. If the Mets had won rather yeah. than we had lost. It's like why I'm yeah. I'm not mad about NLDS twenty sixteen. Like we lost to Dodgers. We okay. fought valiantly. Like we, but we fought valuably, yeah, but, valiantly and we lost. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but even the twenty fifteen division when the Mets were good, it still didn't feel like a proper fight. It just felt like we rolled over. Yeah, I mean they d- they did go on to to sweep the Cubs, right? Right. And and so what I'm saying is not that they weren't good, but the games against us were not the games where they were good. Yeah. They just weren't. I um, mean, I don't I don't really remember those games, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Uh, which is why I haven't said anything. They were not I'm memorable. Like, All right. they, they were yeah. they were memorable because we <laughs> biffed it. <laughs> it was from a from a Nats bullpen standpoint, one of the most agonizing things ever. And we've had some pretty agonizing bullpen. Yeah, that's that's a that's a high bar. Yeah. I said one of. <laughs> Can we have Jerry Blevins back? Please. No. Never. Well, maybe sometime. But not now. <laughs> Once he retires, we can have him back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Actually, no. I changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. I, I, it, baseball would be, as we always say about good players and good teams, baseball is better when things, when when everyone involved is good at it. You know, like the yeah. whole game gets better to watch, and in terms of what it produces for, you got to have a challenge, or it's just not, it's not as fun. 
And the weird thing is that watching mediocre teams go against each other becomes more interesting. Because their level is the same, right? Right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Like, they're evened out. Like, I don't want to watch, like, Nats versus Phillies, <laughs> you know? Nobody like, wants cares? to watch that. Yeah. yeah. You know, if I wanted to see somebody get beat up on, I would watch hockey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've noticed that baseball and hockey fandoms are, like, overlapping a lot. I I don't know if it's always been like that, but I don't get it at all because I I have no interest in hockey. I think it's just the timing, or my theory Mm -hmm. has always been that it's like a timing thing because baseball season starts roughly as hockey season ends. Uh, The Stanley Cup playoffs go into May. I know. I'm just, I said roughly. Yeah. But yeah, I I do. I think it's a season thing. Um, I do know some folks who are baseball and basketball I think for the for the same reason mm-hmm. that you can pick on, you know, basically you have your summer sport and you have your winter sport. Um, with hockey, honestly, I I have watched a lot of hockey in my in my time. I have watched barely any this season, um, be, out of disgust with um, what the team I rooted for has has basically done politically. Uh, the NWHL uh, is free. And available streaming on YouTube. I've actually been the only hockey game I've ever been to in my life at any level, not just professional. The only hockey game period that I've ever been to um, was a Riveters game in the NWHL because my friend was singing the national anthem. And it was cool. It was fun. There were these athletic women on skates and they hit pucks at things and they were good. It was fun. Um, I am mad that the Olympics ended on a freaking shootout because that is just terrible. Um, but like if people enjoyed watching the women, women's hockey during the Olympics, you can watch it all year. Um, and yeah, and it's basically, it's very similar to Olympic hockey. Um, you know, there's no fighting. Um, there it's, it's a physical game, but there isn't as much sort of like, you can't chuck somebody into the boards, which actually makes it harder. Like you can't just slam a person off of the puck and then take the puck you have to outmatch them for it which can make for a more interesting and and sort of more fast paced yeah it's a more it is in many ways a more skilled game uh, because you can't just run somebody over and if you have a disagreement you can't just hit them in the face (laughs) Uh, but like they do get physical with each other like like the games between uh the u.s and canada were chippy as all get out in the olympics somebody from boston got suspended at the game i was at which i think is probably not that surprising yeah i was gonna say (laughs) Uh, yeah Uh, (laughs) but yeah if if folks are interested that is that is something that one amanda kessel has vastly more uh gold medals than her brother has (laughs) she's better looking too yes that that everyone concedes <laughs> um but uh it's yeah I, i'm just like I, that's something that i'm like yeah i'm gonna go back and watch more of that but i think my relationship with with the national hockey league is pretty much over yeah and if you like them you can also support them financially if you live in one of their what six cities you can actually go to the games yes so women yeah. yeah if you like yeah. it Boston inexplicably has a NWHL team and a team in the Canadian League. Yeah, it's the the uh, CWHL. So I guess Boston is in Canada now. Yeah, I'm okay with that. There Uh, are things that we would like about that. 
Um, there were issues between the two leagues based on paying players, uh, init- at least initially. Um, so the reason that there are two women's leagues came down to basically like philosophical issues on how the league is being run. Um, but the NWHL started as we're going to pay our players. I don't know how well that ended up. I do know that players do get paid, but I also know that they do not get paid. I mean, like we're not even talking like minor league baseball player salaries, small, small amounts. Yeah. Like they all have to work a second job um, and stuff like that. Um, There was a, a, a NHL player who was just like smashing sticks because he was angry essentially. And everyone's like, you know, the women have to pay for their own sticks and only get like X number. And you just like, wasted a bunch because you're a jerk and i assume hockey sticks are not inexpensive i don't know they are not yeah (laughs) i would imagine they're kind of pricey (laughs) um so here's hoping that that the olympics will will at least get them some endorsements uh and i believe free equipment um that'd be nice we like women's sports being funded um while we're on hockey sid did you want to talk about the um the shirts and the chicago donations sure um so uh this is going back to the nhl um so basically a bunch of player uh, a bunch of fans in chicago decided to yell the word basketball at Devonte smith pelly who's a player for the capitals oh. uh who is black um it's racist obviously <laughs> uh and so um, a bunch of Chicago fans raised money to donate um, to, I believe, the Fort DuPont. Yeah, um, to a Fort DuPont, basically, youth hockey thing uh, in support of uh, basically uh, youth hockey in D.C. That was nice of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they raised like $23,000. Oh, my God. Yeah. So like <laughs> that, that, that not bad. And so everyone's kind of like, uh, yeah, and that's and that's Devonte Smith's Pelly's charity. Um, so that's I was hoping you would have some connection to him. Yeah, it, it, it you know it's it's a local basically, I believe, youth hockey program um, and rink. That was, I guess, a positive thing to come out of that incident. But there are and there are obviously incidents like this in baseball <laughs> all the time mm-hmm. as well. So baseball is definitely without stones to throw right but, but like hockey be real racist or real, really racist um and then the other thing to plug and i think i have plugged this on the show before yeah i'm bringing this up to just make sure it's still active uh is the have i talked about the blog the the color of hockey before I don't think you actually have okay um this is run by a guy who is a uh reporter like a national news reporter who was a minor league hockey player um, uh, named William Douglas, um, who I actually know tangentially, um, but it's a really nice blog that puts out um, news about non-white hockey players. So, uh, and has really good writing because he's a, I mean, he's a professional reporter. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you are interested, it is definitely worth a follow. Um, and it's just like a, a WordPress thing that you can subscribe to. What's the the link? Colorofhockey.com. So good good stuff. Uh, he's he's a good dude. I guess while we're on the topic of both donations and hockey, I guess we had one more there. Uh, said, 
We're, I'm shirts. giving you the whole. Def- we're going to give you the whole defensive. Oh, okay, yeah. Today. Um, the other <laughs> thing is, uh, if you are a fan of the hockey blog, uh, Russian Machine Never Breaks, which is one of the best independent, so it's not like SB Nation or anything like that, hockey blogs out there. At least I'm 99% sure it's not. Um, they are, and I know that that friend of the show, Jen Rubenstein, is a is a big fan of theirs. Um, they are selling right now pride shirts. So that just say Russian machine never breaks in rainbow. Uh, and so if you would like one of those, you should buy one of those. <laughs> Since there, uh, as we just discussed, there is crossover between baseball and hockey fans. So, yeah. And I, I can throw one more thing, um, just on the, on the queer fancy stats related. Mm-hmm. Um, they have announced the date for night out at Knott's Park this year. Yeah, uh, I know. It's like June 6th or something. It's or June 5th. 5th. Yeah. yeah. So if anybody hasn't heard that yet and is interested, um, I might try and come. No promises yet because it's a long way off. But um, I know a lot of really awesome people are planning on going. And it's it's been a really great event pride-wise for, for Nats fans and people who like to drink alcohol outdoors um, <laughs> while wearing rainbow things. So yeah, so so night out at Nats Park, June 5th. Um, this is your official save the date. With that, I think it's probably about time to wrap this up. Uh, we'll always have more to say. We always have more to say, but we'll have more to say for next time. Um, which I think we'll, we'll have at least one more episode before the season officially starts. Yeah. Which it starts in March this year, which is weird. weird. So weird. <laughs> so weird and i actually i got totally faked out because Nats start away this year yeah so i was like oh my first game is in april wait i thought they were moving it to march and then i had to like smack my head on the table (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh right well that would have been embarrassing if i missed the first four games of the year um but yeah we'll be having more breaks this time around too so that that might i say this as a person who needs some time off i will appreciate that (laughs) um (laughs) Follow us on Twitter, Resting Pitch Face with No G. Follow Ursula and her podcast, Flipping Bats and Winning Games, on Twitter. F okay, I'm gonna screw this up. FBWG Podcast um, at Perfect. Twitter. And I knew I thought I was gonna reverse some of those letters. Um, check out our website, restingpitchface.com. Um, you can go subscribe to us on iTunes. You can also subscribe to Ursula's podcast on iTunes. Subscribe to all of our podcasts on iTunes. iTunes is great for subscriptions. Um, <laughs> and if you have a moment, you know, give us a rating or a review. Um, it really does help us out. I'm sure I miss. Oh, email, email. us if you want to. Uh, restingpitchface at gmail.com. We love hearing any comments, concerns, questions, that kind of thing. Um, we love talking about, we love answering that stuff on the show when, when we have a chance. So, um, please do uh, check it out. With that, I'm Kay. I'm Laura. I'm Sydney. And I'm Ursula. And I guess we'll modify our gr- our closing off to let's go Nats and Mets. No. And Marlins a little. And Marlins. Let's go NL East. Let's go NL yes. East, but not the Phillies. Yes. <laughs> Or, the, or the barbs. Or, yeah. or the barbs. So like a small, se- let's go a small segment of the NL East. Three-fifths <laughs> of the NL East. Please <laughs> <laughs> come back, Tyler. It's just not the same since you went away. We really miss your eyewear. And the way you confused that is at the play.
there's a seat for you right next to Drew, and we need you to pitch the A. Besides, there's no other team uses chocolate sauce to celebrate.